This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. All right. So as we start the final hour of this Monday edition, let's check in with Stan Pavlovsky. He is the CEO, newly minted, of Shutterstock. He joins us on the phone just up the road from me in Westchester. So, Stan, first of all, congratulations on your new job. Nothing like taking over as the boss during a pandemic. So remind us, kind of give us a state of play for for Shutterstock right now. Absolutely. So thanks for having me. Uh, very excited to talk to you. Um, Shutterstock is a, a technology company, a two-sided marketplace, uh, where we have 2 million customers of all sizes, whether it's a small or medium business or a large enterprise or agency uh, that comes to us to get their stories told. Uh, we have the freshest, most diverse content um, and services, and we have over a million contributors worldwide uh, that make our uh, content library best in class. Talk to me a little bit, and we'll delve deeper deeper into the business, but I'm just curious, you know, you, you took over in April uh, as president and COO and CEO. You were you were previously uh, already the COO, but did you have like a dream that then you had to adapt or put on hold because of the pandemic? Like, what is that like as someone in the C-suite that has to pivot really quickly to sort of stay alive? Yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a great point. So interestingly, I started on April 1st, um, so... Uh, as the CEO, so it was uh, very, uh, you know, uh, very, te- very telling for uh, what the journey would be for the next couple of months. Um, the good news is, you know, because it's a global company, um, we have, uh, we've been used to using video uh, for a long time. Uh, so we continue to, you know, to, to leverage that. Um, you know, a lot of my sort of uh, aspirations of visiting all of our offices and really uh, having that in-person connection kind of had to go by the wayside, at least for the short term. Um, but we were able to kind of move quickly into how do we keep employees safe? Um, how do we pivot around our customers and what they need from us? Um, not just from a content perspective, but, you know, a lot of our customers, uh, you know, are struggling in the small and medium business space. Uh, a lot of agencies are, are struggling at this point. Uh, how do we support them and the messages that they want to give? How do we support them uh, from a from a deal perspective, et cetera? So uh, we pivoted very quickly to uh, sort of our our COVID uh, SWAT teams, um, and I think you know over the last couple of months we've we've now found uh, at least some level of the new norm uh, and operating in the new norm. So tell us more about your customers and how they're doing now, you know, five, six months into this pandemic, because as you say, you deal with a lot of small and medium sized businesses. And we know that they have been hit very hard uh, by this in general. What are you hearing from them at, at this moment? Yeah, so on the small and medium business side, what's interesting is there's kind of a, a, a tale of two stories here. One um, you're right. There's a lot of businesses that are just struggling. Um, and so we definitely hear from customers that, you know, come to us that still want to be able to communicate with uh, with their clients um, during this time and need uh, solutions that, um, you know, that fit not just their uh, their creative needs, but also their their budgets. Yeah. Um, the other side of this and, you know, you know, you, you guys are probably seeing this as well, which is. Uh, a lot of small and medium businesses that did not have a digital presence are now 
uh, sort of really learning what it means to have a digital presence. So uh, interestingly for our business, uh, from a revenue perspective, the small and medium business segment has been one of the stronger segments during the pandemic. Um, And you can think about it as kind of the Wix effect or the Shopify effect, where a lot of these businesses um, are really looking for solutions of how do how do I how do I sell my product online? How do I talk to my customers uh, digitally? And we sit you know square in the middle of that. Uh, and just quickly, and then we're going to take a break and come back and, and delve more into it. But um, how did you keep morale up? Because that was that's a lot that you just listed. And whether it's your clients or your staff, like how do you do it? Well, we we did it in a number of different ways, um, and there's a lot of converging themes uh, over this, you know, over this time. First and foremost, uh, we we started to do a lot of virtual events, uh, so a lot more communicating uh, with our, uh, both with our employees as well as with our clients. So we send a lot more communications of things that are happening, um, how they can participate, how they can take advantage. Uh, with our employees, we have a lot of uh, virtual happy hours. We do a lot of virtual events that each of the teams can uh, take advantage of. We gave them a budget uh, to be able to do that. Um, but also, you know, uh, in dealing with uh, the realities of what's happening from a diversity and inclusion perspective, we've also made uh, a lot of strides um, in getting both our community um, as well as our employees involved in how we can make a difference. Let's dive a little bit into sort of your last quarter and what was doing really well. I mentioned earlier that uh, video downloads were doing quite well. How are you structuring your business for the back half of the year and even for 2021 uh, based on where the demand is? Yeah, so you're right. There's definitely the industry tailwinds behind what's happening with video on demand uh, as well as social media use um, where that's really helping us. Um, and, you know, we've launched uh, several new subscriptions uh, to respond to that, both uh, for the small and medium business segment, which we just launched, um, as well as additional uh, subscriptions that we're going to be launching later this year within our music uh, segment uh, as well. Um, so the way I think about our strategy going forward is obviously there's a lot of industry uh, tailwinds uh, digitally that are helping us, but also um, when you think about the use cases for um, for us, it's it's very diverse. Uh, whether it's social media, websites, video creation, um, you know, movie creation, uh, but also some of the more traditional media uh, like print, uh, as well as uh, merchandising or direct mail. Um, and we want to move from a company that is entirely content focused um, to really being more solution focused. Um, so what you'll see from us is the ability for our customers not just to uh, kind of get the raw assets, but really to be able to uh, achieve what they're trying to achieve uh, by simply running, you know, being able to uh, publish to social media or to run an ad. Um, We're also launching uh, creative services for our larger customers uh, going forward. Uh, Video is a big one for us, Um, you know, especially right now when there's no, uh, it's hard to produce uh, you know, large format videos. Uh, what we're finding is what our customers are finding is that we are a company because of our huge contributor base, as well as global reach, uh, that we are a place that they can come to de- to develop video assets during this time. Um, so between between the content, the tools, and ultimately a complete solution, um, complete marketing solution, that's our focus going forward. 
So when you look across the entire media landscape, Stan, and, and you worked at Meredith for a time, so you understand both the digital and the, and the more traditional side, having run the digital uh, portion of that well-known publishing company. I do wonder, we hear from guests a lot that the pandemic has accelerated certain elements of businesses, things that might have been underway. We know that the media business, we know firsthand, uh, has been under incredible pressure, a lot of disruption going on. What has it accelerated in your estimation? And, and where do we sort of come out of this? What are some things that we may see that are just utterly different when it comes to the broader media landscape? Yeah, no, it's a great question. You know, when I think about it, um, and Meredith is a perfect example of this, um, I see three kind of primary trends that are shaping media and advertising. Um, first, you have, um, you know, more than ever, consumers want content on demand. Um, so that's first and foremost. Um, and you're seeing a lot of that through, uh, you know, mobile usage, through social media usage. Um, two, uh, because of what's happening right now, media companies are realizing they can't just rely on advertising for their business model. So particularly because you have the large platforms like Google um, and Facebook that are capturing a disproportionate share of those revenues. Um, and then the last, with the consumer privacy issues right. uh, that are happening, uh, now it's forcing you know, publishers and media companies to completely rethink their data strategies. So what I see happening is uh, publishers and media companies are going to really, it's going to force them to take back control over their first party data. It's going to really make, it's going to force, and it's happening. Uh, companies are developing subscription models because they need to have that direct relationship with the consumer. They can't keep relying on uh, the platforms as intermediaries. Uh, so I think, you know, what you're going to see is actually, um, while it's very challenging right now, companies that do that well and develop those relationships well are going to end up coming out uh, much stronger than they were before um, and, and have much more sustainable business models. So interesting. I feel like you know, eight years ago, no, more than that, 10 years ago, I worked at an internet company. It was exactly the opposite. It was like subscription model dead. Um, I have a really like nitty gritty fun question to ask. I'm just really curious as to what um, your clients are downloading. Like what is in high demand right now? Yeah. So over the last couple of months, it's really been, uh, it's really been fascinating. There's a lot of, you know, historically, you have a lot of fun with this category because you have a lot of fun memes and a lot of, you know, fun uh, stereotypes that you can make fun of, um, you know, as part of, uh, you know, creative images and, and creative uh, video clips, etc. Um, over the past couple of months, we've kind of moved away from uh, a lot of searches around uh, face masks and COVID uh, to much more work from home and home office now we're moving into fall and back to school um, and different types of yearly celebrations like graduation, um, et cetera. So uh, we're, we're moving a little bit, I would say, more into the norm um, around kind of the seasonal content that, uh, that people are you know, looking for. But uh, as you guys uh, sort of had on the update around some of the Zoom results, one of the, one of the constants for us is uh, fun Zoom background. So that's... Right. Uh, that looks like it's not slowing down anytime soon. That's Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on the promotion. It's a big job. 
and uh, eager to see what happens with your business because, as you say, you're right in the center of some mega trends, to say the least. Stan Pavlovsky is Chief Executive Officer of Shutterstock. 